So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I'm really excited to share with you about why I'm only reading one book this year. And we're going to dump into all of that, but I just wanted to give you a quick invitation to join Deep Clean Inner Circle. That's a free private community of men from around the world pursuing freedom just like you. So it's a place for you to build some connection. And it's also a place for you to get live trainings from me. We're going to start those up very soon, and we're going to be doing live trainings on a weekly basis. So it's a place where you can, uh, again, without any cost to you, uh, just further, further your recovery journey and reach that place that you want to be. You know, wouldn't you want to be completely free of porn by the end of 2022? And wouldn't you want to be confident that the things you're doing now are going to get you there when the time comes? That's what Deep Clean Inner Circle offers you. And it's completely free of charge. So there's a link in the show notes if you want to join, or you can just type in Deep Clean Inner Circle in Facebook and it should pop up. It is a private community. So again, no one's going to see that you're joining. Nobody's going to see your posts other than the people who are just in the group. Today's episode is about why I am only reading one book this year other than the Bible. So just to give a little bit of context, I am an avid reader. I learned at a very young age that you should read for 10 minutes a day before you go to bed. This was something my parents taught me. And I didn't do it. (laughs) Like, my parents taught it to me, but I, I didn't actually do it as a kid. And to give you an idea of how much I didn't read, my parents actually offered to pay us money if we would read. And I think it was actually reading the Bible that they offered us money for. I have to ask them about that. But there was one summer where they said, hey, if you read, you know, X number of books or chapters or something, then, you know, we'll pay you X number of dollars. So they had incentivized us a little bit. And as far as I can remember, I I did not do it, (laughs) which is just hilarious now because I'm like, I think if anybody offered me an incentive like that for something, especially something like reading the Bible, which I already do and it's something I know is going to be good for me, I wouldn't even think twice about it. But anyway, you know, I was just some prepubescent punk. And I guess I had other priorities, like probably playing video games or something. But anyway, the point is, while my parents maybe didn't successfully incentivize me to read at that age, it did plant the seed of like reading is important. And when I did start to reach, I don't know, like I guess maybe my adult years, I started reading pretty regularly. So, you know, I've read hundreds, hundreds of books over the years. I don't like fiction. I read nonfiction pretty much exclusively. I've probably read five fiction books in my entire life. And um, and that probably includes what was required for a reading in high school. So I just, I, I don't read a lot of fiction. I love nonfiction and that's kind of where I focus. And anyway, when you read 10 minutes a day for years and years, it starts to add up. So I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but I made a, a pretty radical shift in 2022 to my reading regimen. And there was really one reason for it primarily. So to contextualize this, we live in the information age, right? So we're on our phones, we're on Google, we're on YouTube. We, we can get information, we can get answers to our questions 
really quickly. So that's an incredible thing. Like it's, it's the blessing of technology. I think the problem is that we are actually overloaded with information because, you know, maybe you go and check out a, a podcast because you're like, oh, I want to, this Athea guy seems good. I want to get some more information about his podcast uh, or want to get some more information about how to get free of porn. And so you find a couple episodes you like and you're like, hey, this guy's good. So then you hit subscribe, right? And then that means that now you're going to get their feed or their, uh, their episodes into your feed on a regular basis. Again, nothing wrong with that. But what I realized for me is that I had I have you know seven to ten podcasts that I'm subscribed to that I'm listening to regularly. I'm reading a book every night, and I'm in a couple courses and a mastermind, and it's just information overload. And I've realized that for me that to be the most successful, I must take action. So like if I want to grow my business and help more people through deep clean, I have to take more action in the direction of business growth. So it's finding out what those things are and then it's taking action. But the, the, the trick here is finding out what those things are. And when you are inundated with messaging and information and different facts and opinions and whatever, then what happens is we start to get unclear about what we really need to do to take action. So if I get too concerned about growing my business, quote unquote, the right way, then I might be so, um, like, I guess, stretched wide and far because I'm trying to do a little bit of this guy's podcast and a little bit of that guy's podcast. Plus, I got this course and I'm trying to do a bunch of different things that are all pulling me in different directions. Yes, it's towards the same goal, but they come from different angles and they have different priorities. And so I end up moving forward very slowly. So I have actually uh, dramatically reduced the number of podcasts I'm listening to. I think I'm at three, uh, maybe, uh, no, 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 maybe four. And I am not interested in listening to the newest episode. What I'm interested in is quality episodes that are speaking into my life right now. And when I find them, I will listen to them again and again and again. Now with books, I have decided to read one book this year. Yes, so when I read for 10 minutes at night, I am only reading one book. So I'm not switching it up from time to time. And you, I'm, I'm going to read it as many times front to back as I can until the end of 2022. So it's a pretty dense book. It might be two times maybe. It could be four times. It'll just depend on my pace. But um, one book. And this book for me has been really impactful over the years. I've talked about it on the podcast. I think I've even done a review of it. And I found it to be really impactful. Um, the reason that I've chosen this book, which I'm, I will share the title with you in a minute, don't worry. Um, but the reason I've, I've chosen this book is, number one, it's principle-based. And what that means is it's not... I'm not studying some formula that I'm going to go execute perfectly. I'm trying to really instill principles, especially as I start to grow as a person, because principles really are the foundation for the decisions you make and the actions you take, right? And like I said, I'm in courses and programs that are giving me some clarity on the actions I need to take, but I really wanted this book to just solidify and crystallize some principles in my life. 
So that's what I'm doing this year. And that book that I'm reading is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Now, I've chosen this book for a couple of reasons. Number one, it has already dramatically impacted my life. Like I've been so, so shaped by the concepts of that book, uh, the practicalities of it, but also just the, the, the way he explains some of these concepts. It's just profound to me. So I, I just felt in my heart like this is the book I need to read this year. And I'm just going to make it my focus. You know, there's tons of good books out there. They're not going anywhere. So, um, yeah, I am skimming through books for some of my podcast guests because knowing their content is helpful. That's not really, that's professional reading, uh, but I separate professional and personal reading. So I hope, I hope that part's clear. Um, and to be honest, I'm not, like, I'm not reading their books at night because at night I'm like unwinding. I'm not doing work stuff. So if it's during my work hours, sure, I'll read, I'll read their books to get ready for a podcast interview. But for my own development, I am only reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, in addition to wanting to kind of solidify the foundation and the principles I'm living by, uh, the other thing I'm hoping to accomplish is uh, very different. And this is something that I really want to encourage you guys to think about more as you, just as you grow. Okay, let's, let's not even, let's get the porn conversation just to the side for, for a minute if you want to become the man God made you to be, you really need to think about not just getting material that's going to help you do that, but finding the people who have become what you long to become. So Stephen Covey, I, it's not just that I want to live by the principles he teaches in his book, it's that I want to become the kind of writer that he is. I love the way he writes. So I want to expose myself to his writing again and again and again so that I start to kind of just get um, a, a bit more of a sense of why he writes the way he writes. Like, have you ever l listened to a podcast episode or you've read an article or a book and you're like, wow, that was amazing. I'm going to read it again. And the second time you read it, you catch all these things that you didn't catch the first time. Or maybe it's a movie. Like, right, maybe it's not even for developmental purposes. It's just like you watch this movie, you're like, that movie was flipping awesome. You tell your friends about it. They're like, oh, okay, I want to watch it. So they come over and you watch it. And obviously they're seeing it for the first time. So you're like, oh, yeah, I remember what it was like seeing that for the first time. But now you're paying attention to other things, right? Because you kind of know what's going to happen and you're catching the nuances and the subtleties and the little implicit scenes and, and gestures and micro expressions and all the little small things that you couldn't catch the first time. And that's what I'm hoping to do to such a degree that I become more like the author. Now, I know that sounds crazy and I, I don't, I'm not having an identity crisis. I, I'm not idolizing Stephen Covey, but I've seen the, the mark and the impact he's made, not just through his writing, but his consulting and the companies he's built that are still running today beyond his death. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be like that. So I'm not going to be Stephen Covey. That's not the goal. I just know that when I look at him, I see a bit of myself. And I want that part of myself to just rise to the forefront this year. And so I'm I am just reading his book and only his book. Now, this is actually a great trans, uh, a great, I don't know what the word is, I guess a great metaphor for why we read the Bible. Because if you think about reading the Bible, you know, I've read the Bible front to back a couple times now, and I read the Bible pretty much every day. And the, there's an element of like, we read the Bible for answers and for knowledge and for inspiration. 
But the cool thing is as you continue to read the Bible with some regularity and you go back through the stories that you know at the back of your hand and you review the parables that you've heard you know, a thousand times over and whatever else, the really cool thing is that you start to catch the subtleties, the nuances, and you start to become enamored with the author. And I'm not talking about you know, Matthew, who wrote the book of Matthew. I'm talking about God, who inspired every single word on those pages. And, and that is the beauty for me of reading. It's that we, we begin to become more like the authors, especially as we, as we read them again and again and again. So that, that for me is a huge driving force for why I'm only reading one book this year. And the, truthfully, the other element is just that I, um, I'm sick of the information overload. I'm done with it, you know, and I, I need clarity in my life. And that means sometimes having one voice on the matter for this season. So I'm not suggesting this kind of um, one-sided opinion, you know, and not, not getting, uh, um, you know, like, like the Bible says, in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Not against that at all. Not saying you shouldn't be guided by multiple people. But when you want to take action and you really want to focus in on something, it's much better to have just a couple concentrated voices that are driving you towards a very specific goal in a very specific way. And so that's why I'm only reading one book this year. What I'd love for you to take from this podcast is uh, hopefully some thoughts, some, some things to think about. And what I would love for you to think about just as a starting point is what might be some information sources that I can eliminate this year? Maybe you have to unsubscribe from some YouTube channels. Maybe you have to unfollow some people on Instagram. Uh, maybe you do only read one book this year like me. You know, maybe it means that you uh, only listen to this podcast, you know, or, or another podcast that's going to help you in, in your major goals this year. I, I don't know what that thing is, but what are some things that, are, that you're keeping around because they're good and maybe you just have this fear that you're going to miss out on some good information, but you know that they're not actually driving you directly towards your goals and ambitions. Those are the things you probably want to get rid of. That's my challenge to you is get rid of them. You know, the amazing thing about a podcast is if you unsubscribe from it now, you can subscribe to it later. <laughs> you know, uh, if there's a book that you've been wanting to read for a long time, but you know you don't really need to read it and it's probably better if you don't, hey, that book's not going anywhere. I I'm just saying for this season right now, what do you need to focus on? And what are some of the sources that maybe their volume just needs to get turned down just for now? Not forever, but just for now. What are, what are some of the things that you need to take care of and look after? And what are some of the things that you need to eliminate so that you can focus and go full speed ahead and take massive action towards your goals? Now, one of your goals should be to get free of porn. It really should be. It should be to get free of porn. It should be to uh, eliminate unwanted sexual behavior and to walk in the level of sexual integrity that God has called you to. So I would encourage you, find the resources that are going to propel you towards that Pay the price for it, buy the course, buy the program, get the therapy, do whatever it is, and, and just turn the volume down on some of the other, other sources that you know are helpful, but are not going to propel you towards action as much. You know, for us personally, that's why I always give you something action-oriented in these podcasts, almost always, because I, I want you, I don't want you to just take in information, I want you to move, I want you to get going on this so that you can experience radical transformation in your life. And if you do want some help with that, maybe you're like, okay, Cynthia, I, I need some help. I, I know I need the program. I know I need the guidance. I need the course, whatever it is. 
Uh, you can go to our website. You can book a free strategy call. We can talk what that talk through what that might look like, and uh, and figure out you know what your story and what your situation requires, and uh, and what it might look like to be part of Deep Clean. Uh, we'd love to explore that with you. So I'll put a link in the show notes. You can book a time in my calendar, and uh, and then we can take it from there. But otherwise, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I hope the rest of your day goes fantastically, and I look forward to speaking with you very very soon. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.